People of God, I greet you. God is good? All the time? This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And is he speaking to us through the prodigal son? Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. And this word we bring to you this Sunday, this week. And before we go to the readings to understand the word of God today, my dear brothers and sisters, may God bless you. May he hear your prayer. May you open your heart to him today. May we be transformed by this Eucharist. Amen? Amen. A humble and wise person from this country once said, when we refuse to forgive or refusing to forgive is like drinking a deadly poison and expecting another person to die. And I will say, when we refuse to ask for forgiveness, when we refuse the sacrament of penance, is like drinking a deadly poison and expect not to die. When I was little, after my first communion, I'm telling you what I went through. After my first communion, something started happening to me. When I did something wrong to anyone, to God or to myself, one of my toes, the second last, started itching and it never stopped itching. Until I took myself to the confessional and when I was given the absolution, God the Father of mercy through the death and no, I came out, it stopped itching. And it went on for some time. So I would like to challenge your humility today. Our humility today. Because humility is the source of all virtues. We have no humility, we may not have any virtue and we may not be virtuous people. Challenge you today. Don't leave this place if you have wronged anybody. Go there and say sorry after mass because the word sorry can restore all things can renew your relationship can restore your marriage your position in, in the family or wherever we are try it and if you feel that mm, I need a confession even after mass come tap on my shoulder say father mm, let's go I will be there for you. But this is for those who are humble. If we are arrogant, we will not. For the scripture says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And all the readings, the scripture today uh, demonstrates the power of the sacrament of penance. For those who take the initiative of the prodigal son, initiative of the prodigal son, and trust in God's grace and mercy, 
We should never underestimate the power of the sacraments, my dear brothers and sisters. Above all, baptism, Eucharist, and penance, because they sanctify us and make us a new creation for God our Father and for one another. Amen? Amen. You have no idea how you matter before God, how we matter before God, always. So don't let your sin, no matter how big it is, to put you down or to make you feel low. Bring it to the Lord. If it does not make any sense to you, look at the initiative of the prodigal son. Who ran after the other? Who ran after the other? Tell me. The father. That's how important you are. We are before our God all the time. And he ran towards him when he was in tattered clothes. He left when he was smart. He left, he left with the pomposity, ignoring his father. He did not receive happiness at home. But he came back there when his father saw him from afar. Is the one. Before he said anything, he received a kiss, a hug. <laughs> Try my God. Try him. Because in Luke's gospel, our God is the seeker of the lost and the healer of the wounded. That is our God. It's like the good shepherd who left the 99 sheep in safety and went after the one sheep that got lost until he found him. And when he found him, he does not blame him or kick him. He does not do that. But he gently bends over, lifts him up, places him across his shoulders, carries him to safety, patiently cares for him until he is well, returns him to the flock, and his flock is complete again. Praise my God. Praise our God. And if it does not make sense to you, I know there are students in this congregation. You have written your paper. It's the time to present your paper. One page is missing. Where did it go? Will your paper be a paper? If it is 20 pages or 100 pages, just one page is missing. Will it be a, a complete paper? No. Will you not put the 19 pages aside, the 99 pages aside, and search for the one lost page? All right? I tell you, my God and your God is like the father of the impatient prodigal son. The father who waits patiently for his prodigal son to return and repent. To return and repent. Father, I've sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Before his conversion, he felt entitled for everything. Imagine, including demanding inheritance while his father was still alive. Hmm. But after his conversion, he can now see and understand that he's not worthy. It is only God 
who makes us worthy. Amen? Indeed, his father gave him the best robe in the house as a sign of honor. He lost it. He gave it back to him. A ring on his finger as a sign of authority. Shoes on his feet as a sign that he continued to be his father's son. Not anything else. And you, if you think about it, that's what baptism did to us. And that's what baptism will continue to do to us. Plus, after that, a, a fattened calf for a feast of joy and jubilation. Praise my God. Isn't it yummy? It's lovely. In Exodus, your God and my God is Israel's deliverer. But Israel quickly forgot. When did they forget? Quickly forgot after they crossed the sea into the other side of freedom and the land of plenty. I think I'm speaking to somebody here. When you have raised six children, maybe all by yourself, or two of you, six children, and they have crossed onto the other side of the sea, freedom, plenty, and they forget where they came from. They cannot raise one parent. They cannot take care of two parents. You deserve there. You know the places. And the scripture said, says, Israel became depraved and they turned away from the way of the Lord. But there was one man who saw it, Moses, like the father of the prodigal son. Moses, just know that somebody prayed. And if we are like this, it's because somebody cared. Somebody prayed. So Moses pleaded with God, saying, remember your servants, O Lord. Remember your servants, O Lord. Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, and how you swore to them by your own self, saying, I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky. And all this land that I promised, I will give your descendants as their perpetual heritage. When the Lord heard the prayer of Moses, that he prayed on behalf of Israel, God forgave and forgot. Amen? Likewise, there was a man who was a king. His name is David. David committed grave sins. Imagine, David had wives. He had beautiful women. But David committed adultery with somebody's wife. A soldier. A veteran who was working hard for him and his kingdom, fighting for victory. He went behind and committed adultery with his wife. And to cover his sin, he killed this man and took his wife. When God rebuked the evils of David, David accepted his iniquities 
came before God. He came before God. If you read the scriptures, you find Psalm 51. That's the psalm David came with before the Lord. And he prayed, pleaded, have mercy on me, O God, for I have sinned. I know my sin is right here. Please do not refuse my act of contrition, but blot out my sin. Because against you, you alone have I sinned. God saw inside the heart of David repentance. He forgave him and he made him righteous again. You won't believe it that Jesus came through the lineage of this sinful person. David. Hallelujah. Praise my God. It is why Paul wrote to the young bishop Timothy to correct the false knowledge about our God and to thank God for his abundant mercy and forgiveness. Paul. Because here, there are two camps and we need to ask ourselves where we belong. There is the camp, the first camp, the camp of the Pharisees and the scribes and the elder son. That's one camp. And there is the second camp, the camp of the prodigal son, a young. Tax collectors and the sinners. Paul was writing to correct the camp of the Pharisees, the elder son and the scribes. And Paul here emphasized the purpose of Christ coming into, into the world. Saying, <laughs> saying, I was once a blasphemer and a persecutor and an arrogant man, but I have been treated mercifully because I acted out of ignorance in my belief, in my unbelief. Indeed, the grace of our Lord has been abundant along with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. This saying is trustworthy and deserves full acceptance, my brothers and sisters. Christ came to save sinners. Of these, I am the foremost. Because God, my God and your God, is not like the Pharisees, the scribes, or the elder sons who complained that Jesus associated with the sinners and ate with them. He's not like the elder son who blamed his father for welcoming back his brother and chose anger over God's grace and refused to forgive his brother who was dead but he came back to life again, who was lost and was found. But merciful and gracious, is our God. Amen? Amen? Slow to anger, abounding in kindness. He forgave, he forgave David when David repented. The prodigal son, when the prodigal son repented. Paul, when Paul repented, he will forgive you. He will forgive us when we repent. Take the initiative of the prodigal son. Trust in his grace and merciful love. Amen and amen.